Hey, this is Natasha. And Natalia Starr. And, and you're listening <laughs> to Matt's Science Party Hour. And the On the Riotcast Network. Ratcoast.com. Perfect. friend welcome back to another episode of mad scientist party hour my name is kevin Kraft, and i am joined by two very special fart knockers from redondo beach jeff clark and joining us from bethlehem pennsylvania the one the only the hairy shuddy boy he is here it is true so how was that? Uh, I need to catch a catchphrase. All the years that I've had on MSPH, I've never developed my own entry into the show. And you always have these wonderful introductions, but I don't know what to say because I'm I mean, usually. You have had a couple. Oh, no. What's up? You have had a couple. You do, you kind of, you've had, hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me. But I feel like I need to come up with something better. I just feel like the blah, blah thing is so tight. I think it's a, it's a, it's a good move. It's I original, Shadi. Well done. Thank you. You do also have uh, another very important catchphrase, Jeff. And that What's starts that? starts the show every single week. We can't We can't transition into the show unless you say live from Los Angeles. Or from Los Usually. Angeles, California. You know? Yeah, usually that's what it is. Not this week. But next week, we're going to be live from Los Angeles again. Yeah. I feel lonely doing the show without somebody here. It's tough, right? I do my other podcasts on Skype, too, and we don't even use the... I keep the camera on for this one because you actually like that you see me, right? And it doesn't fuck up the connection. I'll turn my video on, too. Let's see if that fucks anything up. Prepare yourself. I am new. Now we're doing this. Well, I want to see if this works. Uh oh. I heard a little pop. Is everything still cool? Everything's good. Dude, I have an apparatus or, uh, excuse me, a program set up where I can record all of our, the, the whole Skype conversation and save it as video. And we could take that. And put that video on YouTube where we can get more streams and more possibilities of people consuming our fart content, which is what they need, really. It's not. <laughs> yes. Masses, consume our farts. It's not just we could use more Patreon subscribers. Oh, it's yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it is. We could definitely use some more Patreon subscribers for sure. Yeah. I Wait, hold on. It's absolutely part of that. But also. These people need to hear our fur commentary and just commentary in general, whether it be movies, in your guys' case, comics and video games, and my my case, snacks. Whoa. Oh, Shuddy. Hello. You've been inspired by the Amish. <laughs> the Amish. I know. I need to get I need to get faded up. Faded up. Oh, you're talking about your hair. I thought you were talking about eating a fucking one of your weed cookies. No, it'll be a gummy. I'm just trying to time it so 
it hits after this and before the Patreon. What are you listening <laughs> to in your headphones? Who? You. You guys. Okay. Huh. Is that so the fiancé can't hear our infantile conversations? No, it's because you've yelled at me for not having the microphone or having the headphones because it comes through the Yeti. Like you hear because... No, the sound goes through the Yeti, so I need the headphones or I won't hear you, I don't think. Let's see. But the important thing is that you yelled at me. Yeah, I don't hear anything. Uh, so we... I, I don't hear you at all. At all. Nothing. Not even a little bit, Shuddy? What about super loud? Can you hear this super no, loud? There, there was nothing. There was nothing. Yeah, Kevin, sure. And I'm, <laughs> maybe you can hear you. And I'm using earbuds because one night while we were recording, I don't know if you remember, but I accidentally cut the cord to my studio headphones with scissors. Oh, wait. I think I do remember that. Why did that happen? I don't remember this one. I don't remember what the fuck I was doing, but I was cutting something while we were doing the show, uh, and somebody... I snipped the wire just clean. Someone told me to cut the cord, and I thought I was saving money, but turns out it was just the cord to my headphones. It was. So how was your guys' this weekend? It was pretty good. Uh, I watched. A, we watched, Sharon and I watched a film on Saturday. Oh, shit. Did you see Halloween? Well, I saw Halloween last Tuesday with the boys. Oh, at the day after we recorded. The day after we recorded, yes. Oh, all right. We got a fresh movie review. You're going to have to break the tie. Did you think it sucked or did you think it was awesome? I think you're a fucking moron, uh, <laughs> is what I, I think. Thought it was because, gonna go because I had a lot of fun. It was very good. It followed a lot of the same beats as the original, which I liked. Uh, it was more of a it, – it basically takes place, like Kevin said, it's a sequel to the very first one, kind of gets rid of all that other nonsense. Uh, there were like six people in the theater because we went to a 4 o'clock in the afternoon show, so it was a pleasant experience as well. Uh, I think just the experience you had is what soured you to the movie. It was It was a fun flick. Yeah, it was funny. Someone reached out on Twitter and was like, I agree with Jeff. Halloween sucked. My shoelaces came untied when I was walking to the theater, and <laughs> I spilled soda. <laughs> Fuck oh, that was movie. a clever Twitter response, was it? <laughs> Whatever. I mean, yeah, the, the, the movie-going experience from, for me didn't, didn't help it whatsoever, but I, I contend that that movie sucked. No, it you sucked. were onto something. They do have, um, they introduced a new category for the Oscars. Um, Here we go. Best movie to sit in traffic to on the drive to the theater. Really? So the, okay. the, the pre-movie experience is actually factoring into reviewing the actual movie. There we go. Well, cool. <laughs> People will care more about that than fucking cinematography, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, do you have do you have a final score to give us, Shuddy, on Halloween? Yeah, how many Michael Myers sixes you suck? Three seven five. All right, that's okay. pretty solid. I pretty guess solid. that's respectable. Yeah, 
I mean, I gave it three three dicks lower, but I feel like your score wasn't out of the line. I feel like that's four four two five is where that should be maxed out. If I hear anyone say, "Oh yeah, that movie is like five out of five, I'd be like, "Come on, man! Like now you're just being unreasonable." That's not no, a five. It it was there were it was know, missing boobies, correct? No, I mean there were boobies in the movie. It was just boobies recycled from the very first Halloween movie. Yeah, murder boobies. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. see Michael Myers' sister's boobs all over again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah leftover boobies. <laughs> 40-year-old boobies. Uh, I tell you what, they still look pretty sweet. So, Shuddy, what else did you see? You said you saw two movies? Yeah, well, yeah, we... Uh, I. I pulled off. Uh, I pulled a spindle off the shelf of the movies Dom gave me and Sharon, and I did a random pull from it. Oh man, that is a dangerous game. It was. Uh, my theory on it was: there's bound to be some sort of cheesy horror movie. Like the odds are pretty good that that's what we would get. And Dominic did not disappoint. He never does. By the way, uh, um, happy birthday to Dominic. Yes, happy birthday, last birthday in his 30s. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember, I remember when we were teenagers. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. for real. Dude, I'm going to buy you guys beer. Terrifying. Yeah. Yep. Dominic's awesome. <laughs> I want to Dominic. Yeah. Shout out to Dom, and also shout out to my mom, whose birthday was yesterday. Yep, happy well, birthday. Who also? I, I posted She's also Facebook about to turn wall. 40. Yes. Who also bought beer for under <laughs> Kevin's mom's last birthday in her 30s. Yes, she had um, me when she was two. Uh, it, so wait, what, was, movie, what, what did the movie end up being in your Dominic CD spindle roulette? Teeth. Oh, I, I actually just watched that recently. Oh, you did? The one where the girl has teeth in her pussy? Yep, that's the one. That movie sucked. I have a disagreeing opinion with you. Oh, little controversy the, uh, on the first MSTH. half with all the setup was fucking awful. Like it was bad. Yeah, I mean the acting and the camera work and the script is like on par with the room. It is just abysmal. Uh, but when things started happening, it was a lot of fun. It was schlocky. It was like the acting. The bad acting made it even more funny. Like it wasn't scary, it, uh, but I we laughed quite heartily at lots and lots of that movie. I feel like it was a yeah, premise our- that like could have gone a little further, you know? Like, like some of the lines where he's like, "I haven't jerked off since Easter." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I wish I could still make buttons. <laughs> yeah because i mean like it they do show like it takes a very long time before her vagina teeth bite anyone's dick off and of course it turns out to be some like nerdy guy who you think is a nice guy and then he's a rapist and then they do show his like severed dick but like it was basically appeared to have the budget if we decided to make a horror movie about a girl with teeth in her vagina. Yeah, I mean, it was an early 2000s Lionsgate horror film. You got exactly, I mean, it delivered exactly what those movies are. 
Yeah, sometimes low-budget horror movies come through, though. Blair Witch Project was a low-budget horror movie, and that, that was scary as fuck. I mean, you don't need a, a big budget. Wasn't Evil Dead low-budgeted at the time? Yeah. Yeah. So but, you don't need a big I budget. mean, this, there's, there's low-budget, and then there's no-budget. This this what? was no-budget. And the, the Weird Son, did you guys watch Nip Tuck when it was on? Yes. I know. I didn't, but yeah, I know that he was in that. So, like, the kid who looks like a weird Michael Jackson melted clone baby, he's like the the Satan-worshipping abusive brother in teeth. I, I don't know. I It was worth a view just to say I've seen teeth. They don't even show her vagina with teeth in it. Nope. Oh, I feel like that just ruins the entire movie. That you automatically have to deduct two dicks at that point. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't even have to look good. It could match the fucking rest of the special effects in that movie. Right. If the premise of of the movie is a woman with teeth in her vagina and you don't show the teeth in the vagina, yeah, what are we talking about? Come on. Yeah, I forget what they call it too. It was like vagina dentata. Yeah, vagina dentata. Yeah. They keep saying like, that over and over again. It, it is actually a real myth that's not made up for the movie. It's a real myth? It's just made up in general? Yes, it's a myth. V- Vagina okay. dentata sounds like a brand of toothpaste you would use to brush the teeth in your vagina. Not the actual condition of having teeth in said vagina. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a sensitive version of it, you know what I mean? Like Sensodyne, if there's like a sensitive teeth. Like I feel like all teeth in the vagina have to be sensitive, right? Then again, they didn't let you look. So how how are you ever gonna know? That's true. I, yeah. I think I think just based off of Shuddy and, and Kevin's scouting report, I'm already given teeth two and a half dicks and I haven't watched the movie yet. Uh its budget was two million dollars. Jesus Christ, I have that. That's and incredible. It grossed uh total two point three million dollars. Well that's pretty good. But isn't it double for marketing usually? They probably marketed that even more than two million. I doubt they put like where are you gonna market a movie about vagina teeth? Yeah, I it was a festival movie, so I don't think they did a lot of marketing. Yeah. I don't Ooh, remember seeing any bus ads. Who directed it? Was it someone who was trying to be on the the, the up and coming or Mitchell what? Lichtenstein? Oh, that sounds like oh, a yeah. one hit. Lichtenstein. Let's see what else he's done. I, I, uh, he's I hope he does a movie about a couple of episodes of Law and Order. Well, that's an interesting resume. Oh, that's not. That's not. You should do a horror Probably film about a guy who has uh, uh, teeth in his dickhole. Oh, I'm sorry. Th- th- those were his acting credits. He he has directed four movies, a sh- or three three movies and a short. He's Angelica, Happy Tears, and Teeth. Mm. So that tells you. Shuddy, do you have a, a final review of Teeth? Do you have a, a score? Uh, I'm giving it three. I'm giving it a three because I did enjoy myself watching it. This guy Mitchell Lichtenstein, sixty-two years old. 
He's been in the game way too long to be producing this kind of shit movies. <laughs> yeah, he had a part in Miami Vice, in, in an episode of Miami Vice in 1984. Oh, I thought you were going to say the the Colin Farrell Miami no, Vice no. movie. Nope. I bet you his career was derailed by cocaine and, and substance abuse. Mitchell <laughs> Lichtenstein, I feel like that's a name that's destined to succumb to substance abuse. Maybe I'm. Can't argue with that logic. This movie, Happy Tears, he's directed, has Parker Posey, Demi Moore, Rip Torn. Rip Torn's a solid American. I'm a Rip Torn fan, honestly. I think I just Rip Torn my underpants. Ellen Barkin? It's got a pretty decent cast. Rip Torn could be. I don't know. I feel like he's. He's an American version of Brian Cox, and Brian Cox is a solid actor. I get them confused sometimes. I get all three of them confused. Brian Cox, Rip Torn, and Rip Taylor. (laughs) Rip Taylor is not one that you can confuse with them. Yeah, now you're just saying, I think you're just saying words now. That's what Um, we're here to do, right? Say some words and shit and make some fart noises and go home. Rip Van Winkle. (laughs) Fair enough. You're very in the pocket with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I've got a, uh, I have a quick little update for you guys. Our friend, the homeless screamer, paid another visit. Oh, did he? Yeah, uh, I got, a, I got a recording too, but I, I got to play it off my phone. So, excuse me one second. I'm gonna, there's gonna be some popping noises. I'm trying to remember to edit this out of the main episode. Oh, so I don't blow the listeners' ear holes out. Here's a loud bit. Ah, that wasn't too bad. All right, let's see. So this was a visit from the crazy homeless guy during the day. Usually doesn't doesn't come out until the sun is down, but... All right, hold on. Let's see if this works. All right, fuck. You are an idiot! I'm a set Get the fuck out of here! Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Oh wait, wait, hold on. What happened here? Sorry. Maybe he's an open micer, and he comes to the alley to try out his new material. material. <laughs> I just blurt out curse words and, and <laughs> mean, angry things. Maybe people will laugh. You should go interview him. Hold on, hold on. Oh, got to replug this thing back in. Oh, now you can't hear us, huh? No. Ooh. Ooh, that's got some sizzle. So, yeah, that guy was flipping out. And that was, like, in the morning before I went to work, too. And, uh... So in the back alley, I guess the back of my apartment shares that alley with like a small little production studio. So they just have all these little bungalows with a big open courtyard in the middle. 
and then like this shitty metal gate. So when I was out there like just holding my phone out the window recording this guy, I looked over and he he drew a crowd. Like everybody was out of their offices just listening to this guy scream about cunts and Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> so if he's an entertain people, don't you feel like he should be paid? Like maybe if he should just get like lunch comped or per diem? No. I mean, a car accident also draws a crowd. That's true. But if, he, if this guy's consistent, I guess car accidents are consistent too. But if the same person got into a car accident, that'd be a, a danger to society. So maybe not such an apropos comparison. But I don't know. And I was also thinking, is is he homeless or does he live there? Because it seems like if he if this guy's a weekly visitor, then maybe he's not visiting. Maybe this is where he stays. And you're the new guy. I mean, if you're homeless, I guess that means anywhere outside is your home. You got a big ass yard. But do you know for a fact he's homeless? That's too meta. Listen, that's too <laughs> wide open. I think we can we can dial it back a little bit and just talk about your place. Now, <laughs> if he stays at your place, let's say he sleeps around there in the back alley six nights a week. Doesn't that make it kind of his place too? That's what I'm getting at. Uh, no. Cause All he doesn't right. pay any rent. That doesn't seem to influence the situation in any way. I think, so what's your going to be your resolution with this guy? Or what's going to be your uh, your decision to resolve the issue? Um, I'm just going to keep on holding my phone out and recording him until one of my neighbors proves to be less cowardly than myself. <laughs> Fair. Have you ever interacted with this guy face-to-face? Have you ever live guys with him? I've seen him sleeping in the parking alcove when I parked my car. He was like two spots over from me. I know in many ways you're spineless, but would you consider... (laughs) Would you consider (laughs) yelling at him while he was sleeping to annoy him? No. And maybe if you annoy him while he's sleeping, he'll, he'll move instead of you having to call the cops or beat him up or anything. No, because then he knows which car is mine. So in the middle of the night, he'll come, like, kick my car in. That's true. That but, is the craft luck. Yeah. Yeah. This guy has some sort of logic. He already knows how to make funny puns like Matthew McConaughey. Which, by the way, I need a t-shirt of that or an animated series of Matthew McConaughey's personality transferred into, like, an empty can of beer. And he's just Matthew McConaughey. Even just okay. maybe like a quick animated PSA where Matthew McConaughey tells kids to recycle. Are you saying like a all Matthew right, McConaughey right, inspired beer can? Like yeah. it has like him from what's his most famous movie? Would you say no? It's him from the Lincoln commercials. He's got his fingers out and he's rolling. He's rolling his middle finger and his thumb together. Okay. Know what I find cool? Getting stoned, but also recycling. All right. <laughs> all right all right all right 
Hey, kids, Matthew McConaughey says, recycle. And don't rape. He's almost like Smokey the Bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so recycling Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. I feel that's a, that's that's a message that Matthew McConaughey would stand behind. He doesn't have to know that this all stemmed from the ramblings of an insane man. Yeah, I'm I'm pro recycling myself, so oh. I'll stand on that wall with Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Jeff, you um, you hit me with a little bit of information that uh, I found quite entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, I was kicked out of bed been, last night for farting. Yeah, you've been facing some persecution. Oh. You might yeah. be able to relate to this guy without having a bed to sleep in. Or as my lady would call it, racism. She's pretty loose with the racism term, so I'll just call this racist. I'm, she's racist against farting. Yeah, I'll uh, say that. So are you, are you doing this farting while awake or while sleeping? Uh, I think I woke up to fart in this case. I farted a couple <laughs> times and, and it was all bad, honestly. Um, but you were asleep. I don't Did Shuddy Boy just leave? Shuddy Boy. I, I have to pee. <laughs> is that why your, your video feed just went dead? Yes, it is. All right. I brought you with me so I can hear you guys, but you don't need to watch me pee. Well, See, I kind of have to pee, too, and I'm just going to run to the bathroom. I wasn't going to bring my computer. I was going to ask to pause. But Well, if you want, we could we could pause right here and then come back with you farting. No, 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 no. I think I'm going to try to soldier through the day. Oh, but, shit. <laughs> or through the episode. But <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, I was kicked out of bed last night for farting, and, and I got to be under, I got to be honest, her... Her, her reaction was understandable. The way that we were positioned or the situation was is the 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 covers were bunched up on the bottom and loose and like loose up top. So there was like a ricochet effect to my fart and it like cycled back back up top. Oh, so you and, farted and your asshole was pointed downwards. So you farted down at your feet. And then it rode the curve of the comforter straight back up into your face? Yeah, exactly. And I guess at that point, your fart cloud had a chance to pick up some of your foot crystals. Yeah, and the fart cloud was... There was substance in there. This was not just gaseous. It was. Oh, disgusting. you farted out some, some shit nuggets? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it because of the healthy food that you're being forced to eat? It was actually... The unhealthy food that I snuck on the low, I think. And we'll talk uh, about that in a second. Yeah, I broke dialogue. So, so there are many layers to why you got kicked out of bed. No, I think that was the sole layer. It was all good. I mean, I I, I alerted I alerted the lady that I was going to be eating unhealthy that night. She, she gave me the go-ahead. She allowed it. And so I ate unhealthy. And I got after her. We can talk about that in a second. Yeah, what was your unhealthy food choice that led to such horrendous farts? Kevin, thanks for asking. Now, I think one of the Puminati might know about this place. It's called The Standing Room, and it's in Redondo Beach. There's one in Hermosa Beach. The Standing Room is a burger burger joint 
in the corner of a liquor store in Redondo Beach. And they also made, because it was so popular, they made a gastro pub on Hermosa Beach Pier right off of the Hermosa Beach Pier. And it's, it's delicious. It's kind of like umami, but less expensive. And also, it, there's like less like, umami does like a monthly burger. And this place doesn't do a monthly burger. It just has its menu. But maybe in the restaurant they do a monthly burger. I don't know. I'm just talking about the Redondo Beach location, which is where I went last night. Dude, it has 4.5 stars out of 5 on Yelp on like 1,500 reviews. Damn. The type of, so what did you order? Exec- the, did you order like the fart burger? The, the type of execution on this place, so you understand it, is like the the Korean barbecue burrito spot in Long Beach. Like soulmate. It's that type of execution. Man. It's delicious, dude. You would love it. I have dreams about that burrito. It was so delicious. It is. And that, that place is delicious. But last night what I got was truffle parmesan cheese fries and a dress burger, which has bacon caramelized onion. I know you're not into onion, but if you're into onion, that's something that's gonna that you're going to like. Fried egg, Korean aioli, Korean barbecue aioli, tomato jam, and smoked gouda. Now, here's the thing I want to de- detour on here or focus on. Smoked Gouda. Smoked Gouda is my least favorite cheese. I fucking hate it. And, and, and if there's one thing that I want the Puminati to understand and definitely the panel, I am uh, a, a, an authority on cheese. I know my cheese. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you the ins and outs of a cheese and where and what sandwich it belongs on, what situation it belongs in. Would you like to be on the record right now and leave this kind of like as a, a living will on your headstone when it's, it, it'll just say, Jeff Clark hated Gouda? I, I, did, I do hate Gouda. It, it is my it is my least favorite cheese. How about Munster? Where does Munster? I, I hated Swiss my whole life, and because of my history with Swiss and how on the record I am with hating Swiss, I'm inclined to continue saying Swiss is my least favorite cheese. But I have so much hope for smoked Gouda. Gouda sounds like a delicious name. Like it sounds like Gouda would be would taste good, and unfortunately. Every time that I've had it, whether it be cut up for cheese and crackers, whether it be on a sandwich, whether it be um, in a casserole, let's say, or any any breakfast dish, Gouda doesn't fit in. And on a cheeseburger, it was horrible. And when you pass, and it, it stands out. It doesn't complement anything. I got Korean barbecue aioli. I got a fucking bacon caramelized onion. And I can taste the smoked Gouda. What a goddamn disgrace. And, and... I heard somewhere I can't confirm this. I'm not. I'm not as smart as you guys, maybe, with this type of stuff. But I'm pretty sure cheese accelerates farting, or it's it's a. Uh, I don't know. It can make your stomach almost like more toxic. Cheese and eggs. Yeah. Do you, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah. Eggs for sure, and cheese I think is also fart juice. All right. I'm just gonna Google cheese farts and see what comes up. So yeah. I think because this is the. The worst cheese, and I like it the least. Maybe this is a karma thing, but I think this is the huge, like the biggest factor on my stinky farts, and what eventually led me to the to the to the couch. 
Can I give you my list of favorite cheeses right now? Right now. Sure. Thank you. So <laughs> I wrote this down. My favorite cheeses are American because, of course, you know it's the best. It goes on. What if Gouda? What if when they were handing out kick everyone's ass? What if they when they were handing out cheese names, they switched Gouda and American? Would you have to love Gouda simply because it was called American cheese? Yeah, it'd probably be pretty high on the list. I'll be fair. You got me there. You got me there. It'd be fair. It'd be high up on the list. So really, uh, American like... cheese is your favorite cheese. What is? American is your favorite? I'm going through them now. Yeah, American's number one. At the I'm just power making rankings. sure. I'm making this sure you're starting. Favorite. I don't know what my favorite is. I'm going with my power rankings. This is what the best cheese is. This is the most places you can use the cheese times value. Or times taste, times price. So this is the best valued cheese on the market, according to Jeff Clark. Man, is one, someone playing like Dungeons and Dragons in the background or something? Not she's preparing some dinner. Sorry, guys. Um, one, American. Two, Parmesan. I think I was talking about this with you, Kevin, the other night. Parmesan is the most underrated condiment there is, let alone cheese. Parmesan belongs... It could go well on sandwiches, all Italian food, uh, salads. It, Parmesan is just a quality cheese. And definitely my second in the power rankings. Uh, third, mozzarella. Parmesan, poof. Uh, ricotta I like because it goes well in a lot of Italian. Cheddar, pepper jack, Munster cheese, and underrated sandwich cheese. Um, brie, which is great pre-dinner hors d'oeuvre cheese. Cream cheese, I only like it on bagels, but when done right, bagel uh, cream cheese is fucking delicious. I eat, I'll eat cream cheese plain. I love cream cheese. That's a pretty bad. That's uh, a, a pretty horrible cheese, at least for your body. It's one of the more unhealthy cheeses, absolutely. Gorgonzola is my favorite salad cheese. I'm a huge variety fan. <laughs> Blue cheese, Swiss, Gouda are on my least favorite. They're they're on the bottom of my power ranking. Excuse me. Word. Well, I, I I love your thoughts on cheese, Jeff. Love it. Thanks again. I'm the I'm the authority. All right. Well, let's take a moment to reflect um, on your cheese. And Jeff. What's up? You do know blue che- gorgonzola is blue cheese. I feel like there's a difference. Blue cheese. I feel like gorgonzola is like the fancier and snazzier version of blue cheese. Gorgonzola is blue cheese. It's the it, same exact mixture. It, Rock Roquefort and gorgonzola are two kinds of are the two kinds of blue cheese. You just uh, got shuddy cheese. Right All right, yeah. Let's let's pause this for a second. In a world much like our own. Exactly like our own, in our own world, three broke, down-on-their-luck podcasters were running out of money and getting desperate. After going through all the options, one of them struck upon an unusual solution to make money. $40 cash, two-hour session. These men decided to work as gay male prostitutes. I'll probably suck four dicks. I'll suck one and a half dicks. Sucking four dicks. There are so many wieners in that. I, I think I'm going to suck two dicks. I'm sucking four and a half dicks. 
Yeah, I really enjoy it. I mean, it wasn't great like the first one, but I had so much fun and I didn't fall asleep. If only Kevin, Shuddy Boy, and Jeff had heard of Patreon sooner, then they wouldn't have had to suck so much dick. My first thought in my head was, yes, I fucking would suck the stick. Visit patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour and donate today. This, this is gayer than the butt sex. This is weird. All right, we're back. <laughs> Following my cheese power rankings, I also think I'm a I'm a horrible person, like to sleep yeah. with. Like I'm a, I'm a bad like sleep partner. I have like a tendency to be a violent sleeper. I have like herky and jerk. I have like herky jerky movements. I'm telling you, it's weird. I'm sure my lady can go on here and, and complain. Yeah. Like, I'm guilty of that as well. I do sleep karate. That's not just that's not just me. I don't All think right. so. I yeah, I know I'm I'm at least a mess when I'm sleeping. Like I've I grind my teeth so bad that my dentist for the last two visits was like, You are approaching the danger zone. You have to sleep with a fucking mouth guard in. So And you just won't do it? Well no, I I've I've started doing it now. Cause um I forget how it came up. We were talking about Brock Lesnar on the Ellis show and like pictures of him in the ring or something were pulled up on screen and his bottom teeth, there was like an article about his bottom teeth. They're all like fucked up. They look like little white cups full of chocolate. And I guess he he ground his teeth so much throughout his life that they filed down to like the very bottom part. So that's like, I guess, the tooth marrow or some shit. <laughs> He's got like teeth nubs. Yeah, Google, look it up for yourself. Google Brock Lesnar's teeth. And his bottom teeth look like little porcelain cups filled with chocolate. It's fucking disgusting. And I was like, Honestly. fuck, I don't want that. I can already tell, like, my. Because I do this thing, like, uh, my bottom jaw, I'll misalign it with my top jaw. And bite down. I used to do it a lot when I was a kid when I would get pissed off. Or like when I'd be like exerting a lot of energy. Like I think I told this story on the show before where I was wrestling with like a camp counselor. Like me and all the kids were wrestling this one camp counselor. And we were a bunch of fucking children. So obviously he was just manhandling all of us. And I ran up to try and jump on him from, from behind him. And he just happened to throw one of his arms back. And his elbow hit me in the chin. But I was doing my pissed off like teeth gritted thing and it bashed my chin and shoved my teeth through my teeth. So like I shattered a whole bunch of my upper teeth. I got veneers now, but they were all like cracked and chipped and broken. And like I put my hand over my mouth and I was like, oh, fuck. And he's like, what? What happened to you? I'm like, oh, you knocked out my teeth. He's like, no, I didn't. And then I just went, and just spit in my hand and held it out, and there was just teeth fragments all over the place. Oh. So that oh. must be, like, that must be my go-to, like, intense jaw position. So I guess when you're sleeping, like, and you grind your teeth, that's kind of like you working out stress or something. So I must, must do that, and, like, my teeth are filed down like jewels. They kind of look like the rupees you get in, in Zelda. Like, they're just... <laughs> My canine or, like, my fang teeth on the bottom, like, you could tell they used to be longer and sharp, and now they're just filed down to, like, 
don't know, they kind of look like gushers or something. Yikes, bro. So I've been wearing a night guard to sleep, and I fucking hate it because it, like, triggers my gag reflex. And then when I wake up in the morning and I'm all thirsty, my mouth's all dried out. It's, like, glued to my inner lips and mouth and gums. And fuck, I hate it. So, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm, I, I've got a whole other adventure going in my sleep as well. So your, your girlfriend woke you up because your farts were so horrendous. She was just like, I, I, can't, I can't sleep through this. Did your farts wake her up? I think she was already up, but, like, she was just, I don't know, she was chilling to where the covers were kind of above her head to where she got a whiff of whatever is on, going on down there. And like I said, it ricocheted up. And, like, it was, honestly, it was horrible for me. You know how it's like everyone likes their own brand? That wasn't the case. It was it was bad news. It was oh. bad news. I felt disgusted. Uh, I probably need to be hosed down, not even just a shower. So I took my punishment like a man, and, and and she she let me come back in the room quickly. But I definitely needed to air out. I had to go run outside naked, just get did the you, fart into the night. Did you just like run outside and just aim your ass up into the air and try and fart everything out that was left inside you? Yeah, uh, and try to get my ass to howl at the moon. Yeah, just unload so you can come back in with an unloaded asshole. Yeah, all that's. <laughs> Most of that's after. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I, yeah. I worry uh, about I that too. The, the, the burger. It, it probably was because uh, meat, like red meat, definitely, you know, affects your poop and your gas, and it'll give it some stink because you know, once that meat gets in your stomach, it rots. So you're farting out fucking rotten meat dust. And then it inflames the situation, we'll say. And yeah, dairy is also fart fuel. So your least favorite cheese, Gouda, was probably fermenting some fucking stank. Yeah. And they all just added to a situation that was untenable. I wonder how many girls I've woken up with my farts who just didn't have the heart to tell me about it. Hmm. Do you think that's the moment that they realize that, you know what, maybe the grass is greener on the other side? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe the grass on the other side isn't full of wilted flowers. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the grass on the other side doesn't fart so much. <laughs> yeah. I'm nervous about that myself. Because I, I, told, I told this story as well on the show before when I was in uh, retard school, and one of the kids who was like a a local who commute he he didn't live on campus with everybody else he just commuted every day i guess well there goes Uh-oh, jeff we lost jeff all right i'm sure he'll he'll make his way back in here oh there we go uh, jeff's back sorry um, i actually i actually hit the red phone button oh yeah that's a bad one to hit <laughs> yeah so the this this kid i guess his parents went away for the weekend and the school was like yeah you can sleep in one of the dorms on campus, and my roommate had gone home. So he stayed with me for the night, and then in the morning, I had gotten an argument with my girlfriend at the time, and we were, like, breaking up and having a whole conversation, and it was very heated and very emotional, and we're in the middle of talking, and he runs up to me, and he's like, oh, man, you fart so much in your sleep. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> 
Timing. Timing. Can you not read the room here? How did you walk up to the two of us and not get a fucking temperature on what was going down over here? You got to fucking throw me on the bus for sleep farting? So yeah, ever know. since that's then. A, that's not a good thing to throw in someone's face. No. Sleep farting, I don't think, should be held against you. That's 17-year-old me. I've had a complex for the for the last like at least 20 years thinking I I just the second I I nod off I'm just a fucking blasting fart maniac. You are. But yeah, I don't like that. Would you rather be someone who let's say you fart I got to fart right now. 5 or 6 times in a night. Would you rather have that or have like the sleep apnea situation that that Shuddy has. Oh. <laughs> farting. I'll take farting. Okay. Shuddy, yeah. would you trade your sleep apnea for sleep fartnia? I don't really feel... I mean, you guys... you. I know I still snore, but I don't feel like the apnea is nearly as bad now that I've lost weight. Uh, but yeah, what do I care if I fart in my sleep? Fair. It's fair all ways around. Yeah. (laughs) Kevin, I got to chime in. My brother just reported something to me. This is a football tradition I think you would find interesting. But tonight... Does it involve not watching football? (laughs) It doesn't have that much to do with football, yeah. Tonight, the New England Patriots are playing the Buffalo Bills, and they're in Buffalo. And every time New England and Tom Brady goes to Buffalo to play football... One of the fans throws a dildo at him. Oh, I've heard of this, I think. Yeah. And, like, I just envision this, like, the ritualistic ceremony that goes on the weekend or the day before the game where they present the dildo to the lucky Bills fan that gets to throw it at Tom Brady. How do they determine who throws it? I don't know. I feel like it's got to be... Uh, that's a great question. So wait, Maybe. this is this is like a a, a conspiracy, like all these guys can cons- like thousands of fans conspire, or is it just like one group of five chuckleheads? They're like, huh, we're gonna get him with the dildo again. Realistically, I think it's probably ten thousand guys. <laughs> that seems reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a. I think it's a. Yeah, I think it's a good chunk of Buffalo adults that are. That are getting together, and whether it be Facebook or just some sort of internet forum or message board, and debating who should get to throw the dildo this year at Tom Brady. They should let like some sick kid from like Make a Wish throw the dildo. <laughs> that, that would be, yeah. Or set it that would up. Be a smart way to go about it. Set it up but like uh, what's that you're eating, Shuddy? Oh, you eating a drobot? I am. How many milligrams is that? Sixty. Are you gonna eat the whole thing or just half? Just half. Are you gonna bite his robot ass off? No, his Uh-oh. head, asshole. Oh. They should make it like the the first pitch. Like, um, here's the last surviving World War II vet to throw out the ceremonial dildo. The thing is, though, the guy if. Security catches them, they'll be thrown out of the the game. I don't think it works like that in Buffalo. I don't well, think that's true. Bills Mafia is a whole nother breed. 
<laughs> yeah, they pay off the security guard. Do they have a jail in their stadium like the Eagles do? No, I think it's all lawlessness out there in Buffalo when it comes to football season. Is there anybody in in like Eagles jail that's been there for like four years? No, I don't even think the link has a jail underneath it. No, it was just like a like a drunk or a drunk tank. Or... Yeah, essentially a drunk tank. Oh, it was if you were so fucked up at the football game and you got in a fight, they would just throw you in that jail for maybe the night to cool you off. Is it legally binding? Could you like Shawshank your way out of there and not be in trouble for it? I feel like Shawshanking your way out of there would create or be a bigger crime than what actually got you. Yeah, in. got you in there. <laughs> if you just went to sleep, they'll probably just let you out. <laughs> but like, it's not like like if a mall security guard tried to put me in a jail in his basement. It's like, dude, this isn't a real jail. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Well, if you're a mall security guard is putting you in a jail in his basement, you should probably Shawshank out of it. <laughs> yeah. Or what Unless if you mean the basement of a mall. Or, yeah, what if he takes me to, like, a closed-down Toys R Us in the mall and locks me inside there? Do I legally no, have yeah, to stay no, there? Yeah, totally normal. Or can I, like, can I just, like, Kool-Aid man my way out and just, like, bust through the wall or some shit? I wouldn't risk it. I would just hang out with that guy <laughs> in the abandoned <laughs> Toys R Us in his <laughs> jail. <laughs> jail right. in quotes. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's see. What else? Uh, oh, uh, Shuddy Boy, I do believe you've got something for us. Uh, a couple things, I correct? Do. All right, well, how about we start things off with... Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's Random, Random Brain, Brain question. question. When it comes to sandwiches, grilled cheese specifically... Are you guys... Uh, I'd smoke Gouda, I'll tell you that. <laughs> are you a cut like horizontally or cut in half diagonally? I'm a diagonal guy. Uh, I don't I don't know why. I feel like everybody knows the crust bite is the least tasty of them. So I feel like when you cut it diagonally, you get more bites on the good part. Even though I know a, mathematically that doesn't work out. That's a better answer than I was expecting, honestly. That was pretty good. The the crust, I feel like the crust plays less of a role in the diagonal cut. Yeah. I thought, I was going to go diagonal cut with like grilled cheese or like paninis or some sort of like grilled sandwich. You yeah. Know? But with a regular sandwich, I like to go... Just horizontal cut, not diagonal cut or vertical cut. Maybe that's a better way to put it instead of diagonal. Just because I feel like the regular sandwich that has more ingredients, maybe or like you know, like I'm thinking regular sandwich, so I'm thinking like ham, maybe if like a turkey club, pastrami as well, and cheese and lettuce and tomato. I'm sorry, what were you saying? You mean like a turkey club? You don't want that cut on an angle? Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't want that. I want that cut in half. That's my feeling. Because you think the ingredients will spill out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's less manageable. <laughs> a less manageable um, sandwich. But with a grilled panini or, or cheese, I, I feel like the diagonal cut. Because a panini is a lot less ingredients, I think. You know, 
It's usually like cheese, sauce, meat, bang. Here we go. Fair enough. I'm uh, I have recently become a diagonal guy. A diagonal. Gro- yeah, growing up it was always like horizontal, but in your old age, you're you're appreciating the diagonal cut. I have been introduced to the diagonal cut, and I am firmly behind it. What plays into that decision making? I just like it more. I don't know. It's easier to dip in ketchup. Wow. <laughs> you know things like that. How often are you putting ketchup on your? I feel like ketchup is not usually a sandwich. I mean, well, just... like I, I'm talking grilled cheese. I I don't do it frequently anymore, but every now and then I like to to take it back a little bit and eat a grilled cheese with some ketchup. If you're not driving, yeah. If I'm <laughs> if I'm not driving and can be a little reckless. <laughs> I've got. I don't think this counts as a random brain question because it's not random. I guess. Yeah, I guess it counts as a random brain question. So we'll lump it in here. Do you guys have a top? Place gold ribbon pick for Halloween candy. I feel like with Halloween a couple days away. It's like, topical. Be- like what our favorite candy to get for Halloween was? Sure. Reese's peanut butter cups. I think Butterfinger is my favorite candy. I think that's, that's also that's- yeah. I mean. Bite-sized Butterfinger and Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are always what I would steal from the boys. Here's the thing, though, is I feel like you got to make the answer based on any size that you could get, whether the household be given out bite-size, fun-size, or full-size. And, and peanut that... butter, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are delicious no matter what, are the greatest no matter what size they come in. See, I I always go. Answer. My answer is Butterfinger. Well, I always. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that either. I love Butterfinger as well. I always He's go the, for the the, the pumpkin the pumpkin shaped Reese's pieces. They have this year. They have skull shaped Butterfinger. Oh shit! Have you gotten your hands on them yet, Jeff? I haven't. No, I haven't. One, went, mi- one sh- moment. I haven't oh, went shit. candy shopping yet. I don't know if I'm gonna have trick or treaters. Actually, it doesn't matter. I'm not gonna be here. I'm I'm working. I think, as far as I know, I'm working Halloween night. I know uh, my my lady flies to she flies to Brazil on Halloween, so this is gonna be like the time that Pam went to art school in New York City in the office. Oh whoa! Oh shit! Look at that! I gotta get me one of those. The Butterfinger Skull Cups. Oh, baby. Wait, hold that up. Hold that up. I'm going to try and get a picture of the computer screen. That's cool. Wow. I am definitely walking to Ralph's after this show and getting one of those. That looks and sick. And there's, in these, there's a little bit more chocolate with the peanut butter nougat. Oh, man. Hey, Shuddy, take a bite of that. I want to watch you eat it. <laughs> then see, well, it's kept got a little bit more of a chocolate layer than a normal butterfinger. Oh yeah, look at that! 
I gotta be honest, I'm a little confused by this because Butterfinger is always crunchy, and those, the way that they're usually built, those skull or limited edition, like filled chocolate well, things are, are soft in interior, like, because it's peanut butter cups. So I can't imagine what a Butterfinger would taste like because it's usually a harder, flakier version. Well, it's like their Butterfinger. Butterfinger has their their own peanut butter cups, which are they still have the Butterfinger sort of insides, but it's not. It's a little less crunchy than than a normal Butterfinger, but there is still crunch. All right. So, another question off of that. So, you guys gave. That those answers as your favorite Halloween candy, but are they also your just your favorite candy in general? Yes. I don't know. It's tough. I think M and M's are are elite because they pretty much kill it on every rendition or every version that they have, whether it be every specialty flavor, the newer white chocolate, even the pretzels. At first, I'm not a pretzel guy. At first, I was like, oh no, I'm. I don't know how, how that sounds, but they executed well. The Krispies, the peanut butter M&M is possibly my favorite just snack or thing to chill on the couch and eat ever. So I don't know. It's tough. I, I For a bar and for, for Halloween, like the original question was, I prefer, I prefer Butterfinger. I don't know. But I can't. What am I going to say? I'm not going to, I'm not going to really get into a, a heated debate about Butterfinger versus Snickers or Butterfinger versus versus Milky Way. Some nah, no, I feel like Butterfinger's clearly ahead of Milky Way. I was gonna say I was gonna ask if we were all in agreement that Milky Way is very lackluster. I think it's missing an, maybe an ingredient, but it is it's peanuts. missing something crunchy. Yeah, that's valid. Milky you know Ways what? can go fuck themselves. You know what's better than a Milky Way, and it's usually slept on candy. I think a hundred grand. I think hundred grands are delicious. They have the crispy, the shiny. That's like the Milky Way, but with crunch. Yeah, I, I I'm not a big fan. Yeah, they like, have I, rice like Krispies, rice Krispies in it, right? Yeah, like a Nestle's Crunch Bar. Yeah, I like those. I do those, enjoy them. Yeah, what are your thoughts on whatchamacallit? I think they're I think they're underrated. I feel like there's some there's something going on with their marketing though that, that holds them back because I've I've had a whatchamacallit several times. I think we've just we've just unleashed the, the candy bug on Shuddy Boy. He's just fucking full on pigging out now. I haven't had dinner yet. I'm starving <laughs> now. Yeah, I've been oh, talking about candy making me starving. I did have a sandwich recently, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I but guess I forgot. I didn't have candy, so it doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. I haven't had dessert yet. That's more what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I they uh, at at SiriusXM they put out these little goblets of candy in like the green rooms and stuff, and I fucking sneak in there and I eat the Snickers, the little Snickers minis. And within, like, a day or two, it's down to, like, you know, the, sh- the scrub candy that nobody wants. It's usually the lemon starburst and lollipops, because fuck lollipops. And a lot of the times, it's also Milky Ways. Everybody's like, 
Mm, I have a choice between Milky Way and No Candy, and No Candy wins. See, I, I don't dislike Milky Way that much. If I'm in the mood for candy and that's all there is, then I'll eat them. I feel like I'm, I'm really rewarding pro- bad behavior by eating a Milky Way. It's like, you know what? Uh, no, you don't get to be inside me. Wow. I feel like that's, that's too strong of a stance. I like Milky Ways. <laughs> I, I, I'll listen to the fact that they're missing ingredients and that they don't compare to other candy bars. I think Twixes are strong, but I feel like Twix needs to get rid of their their double bar in one, like the BOGO deal that they have, and just make it a one bigger bar. You know what I mean? Like, I think a Twix should be a one candy bar versus versus two bars. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Do you want to lengthen it or extend it by width? He wants it more girthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I guess both. If Jeff you're is a, <laughs> Jeff's a true size queen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. stretch me out. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, 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 all right, well, just a couple more quick things we got to touch on before we go over and do our Patreon show. Um, Shuddy, you actually have, while we're talking snacks, you've got like a little tip for the Puminati? Well, I, this Sharon sent me uh, a thing that was... 19 ways to eat food that are scientifically proven to make them taste better. Oh, um, I'm, I'm and, listening. Well, this article on BuzzFeed is suspect. I don't think any of these were actually scientifically proven. Like, number one is the right way to eat Skittles is to separate by color and divide and conquer. No, the best way to eat Skittles is to not eat them because they suck. Um but, well, that's a, that's a bit harsh. I feel like the best way is to separate out the ye- separate the yellow ones, like get rid of fucking lemon, <clears throat> and then just eat the rest by the handful. But some of them, uh, most of them, were not good. But it shows a way to eat Oreos for dunking that you put a fork in the cream and use, and then dunk it with that. That is a much more efficient way of doing it. And the the cream yeah. isn't going to dissolve in the milk, so you don't you know you're not breaking the cookie. Yeah, as we learned when we were trying to get you to take an Oreo facial when you lost your Oscar bet, the uh, Oreo cream does not dilute it within milk. No. And uh That is that is a sweet life hack. And while we're on the subject of Oreos, Oh boy! What do we got? What's this? Oh, Shuddy got his hands on the peppermint, peppermint bliss. Oh, bark, peppermint bark. The peppermint bark Oreos. Oh, have you ever shit. had bark, Kevin? How do you feel about bark? Peppermint bark. Yeah. Uh. I think. Oh it's my so, god! It's not necessarily high on my list of bark. I feel like it smells like dinner. Does it smell I like toothpaste? Bark is, like, whatever kind of chocolate bark is going on, I think it's delicious. Man, you, you got, got a good out. mic. Man. That really picks up the crunch of your Oreo Sorry. pretty well. I don't no, want to crunch your I'm Oreo. Not... I want to live. I want to. Yeah, I yeah. Max, I, Max I wish that... I was having Oreos right now. Max that crunch out. That's what we're here for. 
I'm going to chew along with you and pretend I'm eating it. Wait, did you find these? Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm with it. I'm We're... really, really pleased with them. <laughs> Kevin, you might, to, you might have to find these for the next in-studio episode. I, I, I will do my best to get make sure these are with us next week. Wow, Shuddy, Shuddy has been silenced by the peppermint bark Oreo. Is it overwhelming with the peppermint? And no. Is there, any, is there any crunch, like, in the bark? Because bark there has crunch. So is there, like, crunchy, like, little flakes in there? Yep. It's like the um, the cherry Coke ones as far, but not as crunchy. Remember how that, the cherry Coke ones had a little bit of a... I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was almost like a little bit of, like, a Pop Rocks kind of thing. This is more like candy cane, pe- little candy cane pieces. Uh, worked into the cream? Yep. Wow, it's a baller move. Almost like kettle corn, where there's a little bit of ah, substance there. Those are solid. Well, <laughs> those are solid. Great oh, review. Shit. You really hyped this up. I'm down. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. Do you have any sort of ranking with them? Is there another flavor you can put it near? Now he's got to wash it down with some Mountain Dew. Yep. Or, or urine, whatever that, that, no, that liquid it was. No, it's Mountain Dew. You should um, dip the cookies in the Mountain Dew. <laughs> Um, I put them with the uh, with my love for the pistachio thins really high up there. Top six, I would say. Is there anything you rank higher? Um, the chocolate peanut butter pie. Okay, yeah, that's that's still pretty unbeatable. Um, red velvet. Those are my favorite, but those might be gone. From everything I can see, there at least that here, that's pretty delicious. Though you got to be, you got to be fair. Um, the chocolate hazelnut. Okay. Delicious. All right. And then these and the pistachios, the top five. Yeah, that's right. what I would put them in top five. I'm excited for next week. Mint, like peppermint things have become uh, one of my favorite things to eat when I'm stoned. <laughs> so like the candy cane Milanos, I love them. You like these the are really good. Refreshing burst you get from the mint. Correct. Nice. All right. Well, I'm I'm sufficiently fluffed for next week. <laughs> uh, all right. Real quick before we go, uh, I've been playing a new game. Well, it's not exactly new, but Old Man Craft finally got around to it, and. Uh, I've been checking out the new Spider-Man game on PS4. And how awesome. It's fucking great. It's it's incredible. It's the graphics are really really solid. There are some parts where it just looks like it's actual real life. The the cutscenes are really well done and well written. It's a really cool story. There's great voice acting in it, and it's so much fun to play as Spider-Man like you have all of, like, Manhattan to swing around. Well, even more than that, you can go down to, like, the village. Like, it's it's impressive. I even went to, like, the old Sirius building in it. Like, I like games that take place, like, when, uh... uh I forget, Which Grand Theft Auto was set in L.A.? Five. 
Yeah, five. I wanted to try and find my own apartment and like burst in on myself playing Grand Theft Auto Five and jack myself off. They did not render that part of uh, Highland. No, no, I tried. I used to. I used to. I would do that too. I'd be like, "This is where Kevin's apartment is supposed to be." <laughs> I'm gonna go jack him off real quick. Watch this. I'm gonna get an achievement. <laughs> Jacked off your friend. Ten gamer points. Perfect. I'm glad we kept that soundbite. <laughs> but it, it's sick. The boss fights are awesome. There's tons of mini games worked in. There's a lot of cool side missions that are fun and don't feel like chores. It's paced well. It it fucking kicks ass. Um, and I feel like I'm blowing through the campaign relatively quick, which I'm not counting as a negative. Because, you know, the older I get, the less time I have to play video games. And it's always fun to use that time to, like, party up with you guys and play Fortnite. Like, Fortnite is whatever. It is what it is. The If it wasn't for being able to play with you guys and the Puminati that we play with, I would not be playing Fortnite. Yeah, I would have never even started playing it. Yeah, and I think even if I did, I wouldn't still be playing it. It's more or less just to be able to hang out with you guys. Uh, but this this Spider-Man game, I, and I know it's been out for, I don't know, at least a month at this point, but it, it fucking kicks ass. If you're on the fence about it, I, I give it the, the the Kevin Craft seal of approval. How many, how, how many Spider-Man dicks do you suck? I'd say 4.5. It's fucking great. It's you know what it reminds me of if you've ever played any of the Arkham games like the Batman games like Arkham Asylum Arkham City, it kind of plays like that. It's it's similar the way they do the side missions, the combat when you're fighting people, and the way you can swing around the city. But it it feels new enough to where it doesn't feel like a port or they just slapped a new skin over an Arkham game. It's it's sick. I'm very happy that game exists. I just felt like I should throw that out there since, you know, we haven't really done much nerdy talk on this podcast in a few months, I feel. I'm on board with that review completely. Have you beat it yet, Shuddy? I have not. I don't have it. Um, I'm waffling on whether to buy that or Red Dead 2. Oh, everyone's talking about Red Dead 2. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I'm not interested. I don't have any cars in it, right? No. no. Oh yeah, sure. I remember. That's that's a that's a Jeff Clark stipulation. Yeah, needs to have. Uh, if it's going to be open world. It has to have cars. Isn't that what he's, you feel about movies as well? Twentieth century technology, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> I played the first Red Dead Redemption game, and it was good. I enjoyed the time I played it, but it's too much. Like, I, I get sucked into games to where I want to do all the side missions and unlock all the shit, and there's too much content in it. Like, you need... I would need to, like, quit my job to play Red Dead Redemption 2. And they, there's, it's supposed to be even bigger and longer than the first one, and... It is. This is this is kind of a very weird knock to give a game, but I feel like games like Red Dead Redemption and Fallout... They make me very thirsty when I'm playing them. Like, it's just dusty, and it looks hot and deserty, and it just translates into my brain as thirst. 
I don't have time for that. I don't fucking play video games that make me thirsty. Yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you. I would hate a like, video game that dehydrates me as well. <laughs> I mean, it's getting really good reviews. Like we we were playing last night, Shuddy, right? When you read that review. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. Some reviews saying it's like in the pantheon of greatest video games of all time or some shit. It's like, oh, fuck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it up. And I'm sure it kicks ass. I'm sure it's super fun. I saw a really funny clip someone put up because, I mean, the graphics in that are better than even the Spider-Man game. It's, it's truly impressive what they pulled off graphic-wise in that game. But some guys, like you're, he's riding his horse, and there's an NPC, like some old lady sitting by the side of the road where if you talk to her, she's like calling out for you and you can interact with her and start a side mission. So the guy stops and he's talking to her and she's kind of like, you gotta help me! My horse fell down and he's hurt! Out of nowhere, a deer just fucking gores her and tramples over her. So it's like, they just have animals programmed to randomly wander the terrain and this deer just, by some weird stroke of programming luck, was running in the path of this woman and fucking mauls her. And the the programming they put into this game, she looks as if an old woman was standing there and got f- gored by a deer with antlers going 60 miles an hour. Like, she bends over, and she even goes like, Ooh! <laughs> it, like I'm sure it'll it'll show up if you search it on YouTube because there's there's no way me talking about it does it any justice. But look that up of like Red Dead Redemption Two, woman hit by deer or something. It's it's pretty epic. Deer yeah, one, I, woman zero. I got you. IGN says that it stands shoulder to shoulder with Grand Theft Auto Five as one of the greatest games of the modern age. Um, and it says looking for one of this generation's very best single-player action experiences, here's your game. Damn. That's a solid endorsement. Word. All right. Well, with that, let's get the fuck out of here. Thank you for listening, as always, friends. Um, Make sure you go to riotcast.com and check out all the other shows that are on this network with us. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, and hook us up with a five-star review. So we fucking look all cool on the internet and shit. Also, if this just isn't enough MSPH for your ass, you can always go to patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour and sign up for our exclusive Patreon content, which is $5 a month, and you get an extra four mini bonus episodes every month. $5 gets you four mini bonus episodes. So check it out. Uh, what else? Uh, if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay! All you have to do is call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. If you are too shy to talk on the phone, you can simply send us an email to madscientist at riotcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast on both twitter and instagram we also got the facebook page and youtube channel all that shit's out there puminati.com is still active fucking somehow for some weird stroke of internet fuckery that still exists if you want to check it out i might actually check that out once we're out of here i don't remember what it looks like all right i guess that's it friends but until next time oh so
something. Hey, hey, oh, hey. All right. Let's get this shit fucking cooking. Woo! You feel that fucking Monday energy, right? Your fucking bung bung. I sure do. What the hell, Skype? Taking me through all these testing audio. Just take me to the real thing. Nope, I don't want to find contacts. Leave me alone. Not changing my picture. Nope. Nope, I don't want to test anything. Leave me the fuck alone. Here we go. All right, let's see. Conference call. The Bing Boings. Oh, boy. Remix of the Skype song. Yeah. yeah. What up, Shud? What up? Jeff, are you, Jeff, do you are exist? You... What's up? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right. Am I quick-fisted? Quick-fisted? I don't what know, did how, you say? How, how quickly can you fist your ass? Honestly. I would probably say in under 3.2 seconds. That's some speed fisting right there. Yeah. Which means he has <laughs> a gaping asshole. I'm a top three fister in the West. Shuddy did the math very quick on that. My, you, you do, in fact, have a gaping white asshole. The PlayStation Network knows me as Mr. Fister. Well... What are you guys thinking? Can I listen to some sound bites to make sure those are working? I'm thinking. Uh oh. What's up with your. What's this facial hair choice you're making, Jeff? Jeffy. I don't have a facial hair choice. I, I'm just too lazy to shave. I'm going to shave by tomorrow afternoon before I go into the office. I'm happy my, my internet is improving, I feel like, over the, over the, the weeks, the days that I'm. Settling into this house. You sound clear. Possible? Yeah, is it possible for the internet to improve, like, like the lines that clear out and and kind of get their groove? I don't know. It's almost like most employees, at least at jobs that I've worked, have like a two month, three month ramp up period where they got to get their feet wet before people are really grilling about their job. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's the same thing for the internet. I don't. I don't think that's how it works. The internet needed time to get comfortable. Yeah, it needed to. It needed to situate itself in my new in my new apartment. I don't think that's the case, but whatever brought us here, I'm glad your audio sounds better this week. Right, and I didn't get kicked off of Fortnite when I was playing with you last night, and so I'm saying my internet's improving. My 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 Lakers game, which I'm streaming. Illegally, slightly legally, unethically, we'll call it. That's coming in crystal clear. I'm streaming on multiple devices. My brother's over here on his laptop, on his phone. I have, I have the internet going through like seven devices right now, and it's, <laughs> it's beautiful. I, 
I've talked about this in, in previous episodes and obviously just in, in life, but one of my least favorite things in the entire world is slow internet connectivity. I fucking hate it. I hate when Wi-Fi goes down. I don't believe there should be a place in the United States that doesn't have Wi-Fi. I feel like not having Wi-Fi is un-American at this point. I agree. I put this on Donald Trump. Yeah, let's get some Wi-Fi. Everywhere. Skip a on skip a ca- skip one of those campaign rallies and put all that put all those tax dollars into Wi-Fi. I feel like I feel like the country can agree one less one last rally isn't going to really fuck his agenda up too much. And then there's a, you know, you put it into the Wi-Fi, and then that's something everybody can enjoy. That's very socialist of you both. Listen, I'm not... <laughs> Jeff is Jeff is pissed. I'm going to talk about... I'm not a fucking socialist. I'm going to talk about nationalism in future episodes and many future topics, but I don't think nationalism is the worst thing. I don't think it's the worst thing, and... And why don't Look we who you have fucking started, no one, boy. no one said nationalism, buddy. No, I'm saying, why don't we have pride in our internet? We should, we should <laughs> feel like America should have the best internet in the fucking world. Like we have the best basketball. We, we have some the of the worst cuisine, internet. We have the best chicks. We have the best. We're the best at everything. How the fuck are we not the best at the internet? We invented the internet. How how could we be behind anyone on the internet? And I feel like our nationalism, which exists in places that even need the internet more like they have lower quality internet i feel like oh. nationalism should kick in from time to time from internet or with the internet oh aren't you here great now we all gotta chill about that nationalism shit just chill all right you didn't hear any of that <laughs> i don't know if you think that word means what you think it means <laughs> Am I am I using nationalism inaccurately? Yeah, I think there's a different word for when you have pride in your country's Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, you if fucking you're gonna, Bing Boy. If you're gonna modify it down to Wi-Fi, then yeah, you're right. I don't know. All right. Let's see. Right, do you want to hear some fucking things? See if you guys can hear them. Sure. Because I'm Shuddy Boy. What I says goes. Ginormous dong. Loud and clear. Oh, that sounds like Shuddy himself, or is that sound bites? Yep, I just, when we're doing sound tests, I always say things like that. I don't make random, obnoxious fucking noises. Not anymore. You've grown out (laughs) of that. I I don't think that I have. Not like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's enough of that. All right, should we? Uh, should we do this? We I, know, I know you're on a little bit of a schedule, Jeff. We'll try and keep this shit tight, nice and tight. Allegedly going to karaoke. Oh boy! From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> <laughs> 